join us in the room. Good other side of the day. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Welcome to the paranormal chat. Yeah. A little early this morning. Not this morning, a little early. We're a little early tonight, which is all right. Because that means we can uh, go to get done early tonight. I'm going to go to bed nice and early. Just joking. Welcome, Rainbow Witch. That looks like the Crystal. Doll, right? The Holler Doll one? Crystal with her I'm haunted her grandma doll. Yeah. <laughs> Not. Oh, it was an A. Amber? Yeah, Amanda. 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 In the car home from work, huh? All right. Well, thanks for joining us. We appreciate you joining us. And you're the first one in the room. What, what? First one in the room. Yeah, man. Have you found any cool pictures of your doll? Did you get some good, any cool pictures? Anything? anything? Does anything fun happen with the doll yet? Welcome, Jack. Welcome, Smith. Jack. We appreciate you joining us. Got you on Bluetooth. What's up? Well, bye. Mm-hmm. No disturbances, huh? You know, I was doing it at work earlier hmm. today, and it shows up on my thing. What? Um, I was surfing eBay. For mm. cursed items. Cursed items? Yes. <clears throat> you know, like dolls uh, and uh, items that, you know, have some paranormal attachment to them. Mm-hmm. Not that I would ever bring one home. <laughs> Ooh, shadow figure hanging out with them. Interesting. Categories. I didn't realize how many starts stars we have. What? I didn't realize how many stars we have. It's because everybody loves you. Yeah. Because you're awesome, Tater. Oh, cool, man. Starts with an L. Hmm. I like that eBay actually has a category called weird stuff. Uh-huh. Neat. Well, oh, I heard raining. It's interesting. No. Turn your headlights or something watching you. Hang on, I'll be right back. Okay. This is Jonah speaking. Oh, Dad don't want to talk about that. <laughs> he's got to walk away. He's, gotta, he's on the phone right now. Hello? See, they're not playing fair. I even acknowledged that I was Nicole. <laughs> Punks. Spam Stammer, calls. Yeah. Hello, is this Nicole? Nope. Yes, I'm Nicole. Please, speak to me. Oh, Ouija boards. Ah, we could talk about Ouija boards. 
I'm not a fan. They honestly make me nervous. Called it. I mean, to be really honest, they they genuinely make me very nervous. Yeah, and the reason I, I, I have to tell you that they make they make me nervous mostly is because <clears throat> it's like dialing a random number on a phone. Mm-hmm. So you are genuinely making a connection to something that you can't see, touch, feel, or even know who they really are. What up, spirit? Spirit. Yeah. So let's see. Let's check out Ouija boards on uh, eBay. I haven't looked at these. We're they, great. How are I'm telling you? you? They, just even looking at the things on eBay I'm, makes me like anxious. I mean, they even have really cool ones like, oh, Crash Box. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's back. Um. They have a wooden circle one with the zodiac on it. Yeah, I yeah, saw that. You, I was actually telling the tater about that, and I, my only concern with that is, imagine the size of the demon that, that you could make to. that connection to. Meh. Barbecue in a snowstorm, spirit. Aren't you just in Canada? <laughs> it's it's already snowing in Canada. No, no, don't bring that up. I'm that I'm not be, ready. It's freezing when we go up there. Yeah, when we go to the, the, the Canadia, it's going to be really cold, and I'm not really happy about that. Coco Godzilla. Yeah, Crystal, I, I think that's my bigger concern. Wooden handmade Ouija board. No. 1970 Ouija board, 10 bucks. You can order one, Tater. Yeah, Ten bucks. Ten bucks? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I mean, technically, you could make one with a piece of paper. Yeah. I, I wouldn't recommend it. How do you end it? There's actually a goodbye. But the spirit... But you can't say goodbye. It has to no, do... No, it. it's on the Ouija board. Yeah, I know. So when you're done, you move the planchette. You move it. Yeah. And you say, we're ending the session, and you say goodbye. I've watched a million Ouija sessions. How do you, like, get rid of the board? Do you just have to save it? Can't get rid of it? No. So if you if you ever decide that you no longer want your Ouija board, so the theory but there you is burn it you have to break it, <laughs> Yeah. break it, break it, and then, then burn, burn it, and then scatter the ashes to the four corners. So, you know, we have Crystal and Spirit are both um, tarot users. I wondered if I should get my dragon cards out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I am. Oh. A planchette tattoo. Oy vey. Is it that the little tile that you? It's the yeah, thing yeah. that moves. The, the things that make. That's actually the thing that makes the connection with the spirit. Mm. Yeah, they genuinely like. They scare the living bejesus out of me. Behind your ear. 
Oh, oh, that's an interesting position to put a, a planchette. I wonder if, if we did a search for haunted Ouija board. No. Wait. How would it be a thing, Dad? Because aren't they all haunted in their own way? No, no. Not until you make the connection to spirit using the board. Again, I'm going to tell you, I really get stuck in the whole concept of Ouija boards just in general. Wait. Because it's truly like dialing a phone number randomly and you never know who you're going to get. If you use the paper to build one, what do you use as your planchette, whatever it's called? You could use a glass. A clear, pla- a clear glass on a piece of paper, two fingers on either side to make the spiritual connection, and if the glass moves by itself, you're made a connection. Mm. Yeah, I have my pendulum, and I... Um, You've not the, really made anything with it. I, did a, I actually did a reading with Hannah last week. Yeah, and the private one. Yeah, I will tell you, we got done, and my hand was burning hot. Like, burning hot underneath the pin, the center point of it. It felt like there was a red-hot poker buzzing around on my palm. What, did you just take your hand in the freezer when you were done? Oh. I'm just joking. Probably should have. Hi, meow, meow. Let's see. So, on eBay, looking for haunted Ouija boards. Yeah. Oh, thanks. There is a, the first, well, the second one says, it's a haunted and powerful board, 1972 edition, owned by the same people, too. My mother and brother use these. He can work it by himself. Yes, it moved on its own with my brother only. They quit using when a demon came up in a session while they were using it. These items... Oh, it's two boards. They have to be purchased together. Uh, The two people that own the boards are now deceased. Yeah, no. Uh, No, thanks. Yeah, I'm... That's a hard pass for me. Now, 30 bucks for two boards apparently is a good price. Not like I would ever buy that. Um, Oh, I'm A uh, haunted board. You must see pictures. What? Why must I see the pit? Oh, that's what. That's see. an interesting board. That just looks. It's, doesn't look, it's, it doesn't it's, look handmade. No, Not it doesn't say it's handmade. No, it does. No, it says haunted Ouija board. You must see pictures. Doesn't say handmade. I thought it said handmade. No. Uh, haunted board. Wow, there's a whole like thing. Wow. Ooh. What's wrong? Haunted 1972 board. Vintage year 1972 is a big year for vintage condition. This board was used last Halloween. 
Many spirits came through calling themselves the elders. We used it again just before putting this on eBay tonight. And the group of elders came on again. I believe I may have captured them in this picture. I believe this may be the best communicating board we've ever used. What picture? I don't know. I got it. I'm going to click. Oh. What? All around the bottom. Yeah, I know. I see them. Yeah. Oh, yo, yo. But it looks like. All around the top. Yeah. But it just looks like it's just clip art that they make. Yeah, it does look a little. uh, Clip art. Fake-ish. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I. I have never used one of these boards. Honestly, it gives me, like, real anxiety to use these boards at all. Like, we've seen one of these boards in a store, and everybody's like, oh, you should get a Ouija board. I'm like, nah. Nah, bro. Yeah. We went to a haunted house, and the lady had one She had a used Ouija board. It was used? Yeah, yeah. And she used it as her counter in a haunted house. Like... And the uh, um, the planchette was on the corner, like bolted into the board. That's not safe. I don't know. I was like, "Yo, that is much." And when Dad was trying to talk to her, he reached all the way over it. Yeah, I'm not touching that board. Not touching it. Where William Fold Ouija board, 1919, 12 by 18. What? Uh, excellent condition. Attic fresh. Selling all of his collection from Benton, Maine. Let me see this. Uh, let's see. Is it the same picture? He's, he's pit, no, it's a. It's a definitely a different Let board. See. Let me see this. That's an older board. You can tell. Yeah, I mean the wood is definitely older. I'd like to see the planchette, but. Does he have another picture of it? He doesn't have any pictures of the planchette, so interesting. Hmm. I like how the bottom of it says, uh, the mystifying oracle talking board. What? Made in Baltimore, Maryland, USA. Copyright 1919. So that's one of the original ones. Yep. That is old school. 72 seems to be the magic, guys. Like, yeah, if you're looking 72. for a Ouija board, 72 is the magic. So I realized when you first were going through them, 72. This one actually has the devil's name written on it. What? Well, let me see. I, that one does not sound appealing, man. Sounds a little sketchy. How about a, how about a, uh, antique planchette with three crosses upside down on it? No, no, there's four up top. Oh, yeah. No, thanks. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass. Or the planchette with the devil written on it. It doesn't even look safe. No, no. I don't, I can't imagine buying a planchette that's watch, like... Watch this show up on your Facebook feed tomorrow. Scroll, scroll. Get a Ouija board. No, thanks. Get a new Ouija board. Now, this one's kind of interesting. This is actually a round, uh, it's a regular Ouija board, but it has a, the planchette is a circle with the Zodiac on it. What? I will tell you, our building tonight, I, we were up there cleaning up. 
Not me. A little bit from Haunted House. And I was standing in the front of the building. And by the way, there's almost never spiritual activity in the front of the building. No. And it felt like I had cold fingers run up my spine. And I was like, oh. You're Every letting time me, I'm not there. You're letting me know you're there's here. There's something fun that happens. It's so fun. Um, there's something interesting that happens. What up, Sneaky Elbow? Sneaky. And Brooke. Must be Brooks. Uh, cast is all over, so I'm gonna, we're going to get all the fallout. What up, everybody? La, la, la. Some, oh, last night something opened your son's door and turned the lights on. Okay. Well, as we were walking out of the building, we're carrying trash out, and I kept hearing banging from around the front of the, the, of the building. I was like, oh, holy hell. What up, Joshua? You need a reading tomorrow. Or tomorrow is your birthday. That's right. You're going to be 24. Oh, Tater's already getting the notepad up and running. <laughs> Are we starting early tonight there, Tater? No. I'm just getting. Oh, you're getting ready. The set list. All right. The set list. We're not doing DJ, Bubba. So, Michaela first. I saw Sneaky. I think Sneaky. I think we owe Sneaky a reading, anyways. Right. Then punches. 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 And then who was it? Josh. No, I'll do Sneaky after punches, and then we'll do Joshua. I don't think I've done a reading for Joshua before. You could put Josh. Look, Sneaky's got to come first, Josh. I know. Do Josh. Oh my goodness, you guys. Suck. (laughs) So I'm interested to know, Michaela. How was your Halloween party? We're not going to start yet. We're just getting the set list. Okay, the set list. Yes, dear. So we're going to start readings probably in about 10 minutes, guys. Yeah, 10 minutes. Tater says we got to wait 10 minutes. But we can talk about Ouija boards or anything other spiritually if you're interested. We were literally just talking about haunted Ouija boards. We're talking about Ouija boards. Who's ever played with one? Do I get these out tonight? I don't know. You don't know, you don't know, you don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Michaela's with you, Dad. Ashton! Ashton. You've touched a Ouija board and nothing happened. Did you actually open the gate punches? (laughs) For Palo Santo. Cardboard. Okay. Ashton, Ashton said earlier today that she needed a reading. She's actually looking for a reading for one of her friends. So we'll do her friend first, and then we'll do Ashton. So you can put Ashton twice. Okay. I think it's Paria. An ancient board. Mm. 
Yeah, anything older than 1919 would be really ancient. Um, I think the first Ouija board was made in the late 1800s. How come when a house is haunted, it's a ghost from 1700? Imagine a ghost from 2000 screaming, it's Britney, bitch, at 3 a.m. <laughs> that would be outstanding. So the original Ouija board was created and named in Baltimore, Maryland in 1890, but the use of talking boards was so common by 1886, the news reported the phenomenon taking over spiritualist camps in 1886. It's interesting. So I think the for, I think eighteen ninety is the first bulk produced Ouija Bart. board. What's up, Bart? What up, Bart? February eighteen ninety one, the first advertisements came out, appearing boomed a Pittsburgh toy and novelty shop describing a magical device that answered questions about the past, present, future with marvelous accuracy and promised never failing amusement and recreation for all known classes. Created a link between the known and the unknown, a material and immaterial. You could purchase this item for a low, low price of $1.50. Hey. What up, sauerkraut meatballs? Oh, my God. What a name. Look, I don't name people. No. That's not my thing. This mysterious talking board was poop, was basically sold what's in board game aisles today, a flat board with letters above the alphabet arrayed in two semicircles above numbers 0 through 9, the words yes and no in the uppermost corners and goodbye at the bottom, accompanied by a planchette, which is a teardrop-shaped device, usually a small window into the body, used to maneuver around the board. The idea is that two or more people would sit around the board, place only their fingertips on the planchette, Pose a question and watch as the planchette moved from letter to letter, spelling out the answers seemingly out of its own accord. I've got a question, though. What if you put more than two fingers on? Well, the theory is the more fingers you put on it, the more weight. I can certainly try, Mr. Josh. Hang tough a minute. The tater's actually driving, so I can't do any readings until he gives me the go-ahead. So if you guys want to start, five more minutes. if you want to start sweet talking him, you're welcome to do so. Yeah, I've given up the controls of the of the steering wheel, and he's 16 as of Friday, so he'll be taking his permit test here very rapidly, Not and then figuratively and literally, he'll have to get behind the wheels. Oh. Can I get an e I don't know, Ashton. I don't know what an e is. <laughs> no, we didn't start yet. No. Nope. You're first, man. You are first on the list there, Miss Michaela. You asked first, so. You still got five, four minutes now. <laughs> Tater, take the wheel. 
Yeah. <laughs> Bobby joined. Wasn't he in your cast last night? What up, Bobby? How is you, man? So for those of you who are interested in Haunted House activity, uh, we'll give you a quick update. If you were not in the I'm Not Sorry, get which request, uh, Crystal? Um... So updates for Haunted House. Um, oh, your spawn would like to have a reading. We'll put you down for Crystal then. How old is your spawn? Okay. Then yes, I will give your spawnling a, a reading. Uh, you are, she is currently seven deep, so she'll have to be patient. I don't know how long your ride is, but you're kind yeah. of at the mercy. And now, because we have so many options available to us, you guys will have to tell me which Pick deck, deck you, you would are. like to get a reading from. Icha. So Icha. I have my original Oracle cards, I have my new Shaman cards, and I have a new Imperial Dragon cards uh, that we can play from. The new Shaman cards are amazing. I actually did a reading at work today on my lunch hour, and it was... Mind-altering. So, so Michaela would like the Shaman cards. We'll go with that. Okay, hang on. And put Crystal, you could put next to her the dragon ones. Spirit, are you still up for Halloween Eve, friend? What did Michaela want? She'd like the Shaman cards. How do I spell? Oh, I got it. All right. So... If you don't get a reading tonight, if we can't get through everybody in our allotted window. <laughs> you got what? What? You got a long time. You're good. You sh uh, it shouldn't okay. take that long. It shouldn't take us that long to get through everybody. You're no. correct. But if you did stay on track. It, <laughs> if we stay on track. You'll just have to keep me on track, Tater. Um, so if you would like to come back and see if you if you are looking for a specific message. Um, from somebody that is on the other side, somebody that's passed, you're looking to make that spiritual connection. Um, in case you didn't know, Halloween, the veil between the living and the dead, is the shortest. It is the thinnest possible on Halloween evening between the 31st and the 1st. So, Spirit and I have agreed that we're going to tag team. Um, Do a live? We're going to do a live cast. Wait, how are you going to do that? So she'll do one, I'll do one. She'll do one, I'll do one. We'll have her call in, and then we're just going to crush through them. But my question is, how are we going to do that at the haunt? No, no, we're not doing it up there. The haunt is done at 8 p.m. Oh, yeah. We're going to come home here by 8.30-ish. Yeah, we're going to have lots of interactions with them then, with the other. Right. Not not trying to be rude, but not like their side but. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the excited. building will be banging on yeah, Thursday I'm kinda, night. I'm excited, but I'm, like, scared at the same time. Because <laughs> <laughs> the past few nights I've been up by where the... Um, Stages? We, yeah, when we had the ghost hunters in there. And that curtain was, like, moving like it was job. Like, he was trying to, like, tell me. Did you like, hear me tell Mom that I had um, a blackout? 
No, you never Saturday did. Night? When we, yeah, you did. When when jo, um two of the actors were like, you were really, really scary. Yeah, yeah. They said I was really, really scary. Um, yeah, I had a little bit of blackout, and I, I'm pretty sure our um, non-friendly ghost that's in the back decided he was going to take a little ride in the driver's seat. I think he took advantage of the fact that I was tired and I had my defenses down. Um, and he decided to take a little ride on the scare patrol. So he got a couple of scares before I, you know, got control of the wheel again. And then what I did like is that one. I was not a fan of being in the, I had to, I literally had to stop. I had to leave the building. I went straight out the front door and mom was following me out the front door. Like, are you okay? You don't look like you're okay. And I said, no, I need to get out of the building for a minute. Yeah. The, the thing is what I liked about having the able to have a career movie like that. And they were, cause I, I would stand there and like, act like I was a dummy and it looked like I went through the curtains again and people would be like oh he went through the curtain he's gone and I turn around and I still get him every time because I thought yeah I went in the curtain mm-hmm. and and I and I literally had the other actors like I'm like all right am I like is some is the spirits messing with me or like am I the only <laughs> one seeing this no 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 I opened up the the where the, where the stage was is we had a circus so I opened up where the circus tent was, and the curtain was moving like it was like pushing through. Swing. Yeah, like, like get me out of this room, let me out. Uh huh. Or get away from my curtain, yeah. please. So the building has definitely become much more active in the last week or so than yeah. it has been in a while. So I think everybody there is getting ready for Halloween. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm excited. So, we'll see how busy it is on Halloween. And it's supposed to rain on Halloween. Oh, that's going to even so be more. And it's going to turn the energy all the way up to 12. So. We're going to be hearing thuds in every corner. Oh, yeah. Well, it just means that's, that's actors I don't have to pay, right? <laughs> so. And then watch them only make, like, one thud. Rip in the chat. Are those ones dead? No, no, they didn't hit the deck. No. I ninja caught them in my knees. Good job. Oh, are you going to come back, Ashton? You're a couple deep right now. Because we're starting. We're starting right now. And Michaela is first. So these are new cards, guys. So you're gonna have to bear with me. Yeah. Um, they have a different energy to them. They have a different feel to them. So we will see what we can see. Okay. These are definitely less angelic connection. They're a little closer to an earthly connection. They are more closely related to um, indigenous spirits. Um, they have animal cards, um, like the coyote, the serpent. The owl, the eagle, the bear, the jaguar. Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Versus the oracle, the other oracle cards that I have that are definitely angelic related. You have your question, Miss Michaela.
You're not Ashton. You're four deep, friend. I'm sorry. Unless um, Punches, Sneaky, and Joshua are okay with you pushing ahead of them. You don't have to ask a question as long as you have a question in your head. It was really interesting, um, Crystal. I went out and invoked these cards to um, to cleanse them and get them started to be able to be used. And um, I invoked the four corners, and it was a it was an interesting energy that I got when I cracked open these shaman cards. Kayla. We'll get you on Halloween, Miss Ashton. <clears throat> All right, Michaela, let's see what we've got for you, friend. So the first card I pulled for you is called The Witness. The witness observes without engaging in any action. By cultivating inner stillness, we're able to assess any situation from a higher perspective and make better decisions. When we can be present for someone else's difficulties with stillness, then we're able to truly hear them and give them better advice. Sometimes we can be so still that we're a mirror for the other. Then through our presence, they receive their own answers. We'll put you on the list for number one for Halloween, Ashton. The card is right side up. So for you, Michaela, the card's message is the witness that has been by your side all along is now ready to become your ally. You thought you were the doer, but today you discover that things happen when you get out of the way. Witness creation unfolding before you. Change reality by finding stillness and letting your true intent reveal itself. The next card I pulled for you is the giveaway. What are you giving away, Michaela? The giveaway is a gift you offer to life without attachment, without expecting anything back. You can only give what is truly yours, a smile, a nod of encouragement, a gentle touch, and a kind word. This is not giving to others what you no longer want, like a sweater that no longer fits, but giving what is most precious, your authentic love and genuine feelings. By the way, thank you for the applause, Brooke. The message from the card is, <clears throat> it's difficult for you to set limits on how much of yourself you give. If you give more than it is healthy, then you will not be able to give for long. <clears throat> you'll feel resentment with your partner or associates, or you'll feel like the world owes you something in return. Notice if you give for any reason other than pure, out of pure generosity, are you trying to be liked or accepted, or you're hoping to heal an old wound, start giving to yourself first and foremost. <clears throat> Excuse me. Are you hoping, oh wait, start giving to yourself first and foremost. Offer yourself the care, the love, the time, and the acceptance that you're longing for. Once you experience plenty, then you can return to giving to others. 
The last card I pulled for you is the Sorcerer. <clears throat> the Sorcerer is uh, a source of dark power. The Sorcerer represents the destructive aspect of the human psyche and of self-centered behavior that harms others. It symbolizes the unconscious belief and the ideas that foster separation, conflict, and scarcity. This card is in reverse. Have you ever been have you been feeling out of sorts because you've been faced with your own flaws and the pain that you inflict on others when you must out of when you are out of alignment? Radical self-acceptance is called for now. You must reconcile these darker aspects of your nature so you don't behave irresponsibly and cause more harm to yourself or the ones you love. It's time to come out of denial and accept responsibility for your words and deeds. When you meet the energy of the sorcerer with humility, this power turns into grace, which you can use in service of its highest good. Perhaps it's time to make amends. Do it. It will set you free from the shadows and let you step into the light. So I'm assuming... Um, so now we're going to put the book down. So that's just the cards themselves. Um, so the witness. <clears throat> I'm going to go back to the sorcerer because I feel like mm, there's some um, uneven energy there. Like you recently have had arguments or a falling out with somebody or somebody's um uh, and the sorcerer is telling you that that is um negative energy that's being brought to the table um and the problem with bringing negative energy to the table it's it's kind of like uh i always think about like uh the avengers and uh the black widow says that she's got a lot of red in her ledger and she needs to get balance back again um, so I, I think there's some red in your ledger. And I think that is because, uh, over time you've been giving of yourself to a lot of people and you kind of run that energy dry. Um, and I think that, you know, uh, the giveaway card is telling you that it's time to pause, reflect on the energy that you've been giving out and handing out to other people. And it's time to pause, take some introspection, um, make sure you're taking care of yourself first um, before you have negative impacts on other things. Um, I don't know. The sorcerer doesn't tell you that you need to make amends, but I mean, I, I feel like, so for me, um, I try to make amends at the end of the year before the end of the year, because I want to be able to make sure that I carry, um, positive into the following year. Um, so I do my best with most people to try to clear the red out of my ledger, um, and make sure that I, I find a way to bridge that gap. Um, if it, if the person that you have, uh, a situation with is, isn't something that you can reconcile um, easily or if, if it doesn't feel comfortable for you yet, maybe right now isn't the right time. Um, but I would tell you as the year turns over into a new year, uh, 
I would tell you as a general practice, um, it's always good to try to clear any negative and not carry it into the new year. Um, our rule of thumb here is at our house, uh, if we set the Christmas tree up by Thanksgiving, it has to be down before New Year's. Um, <clears throat> mostly because we try not to carry anything from the current year into the new year. Um, even, you know, your Christmas tree and most people would tell you that Christmas trees are a beautiful thing and they should be up year round. But if you're not careful, if you leave an object like that, a, uh, a festival type of item up over time, um, it changes the meaning of it. So um, I would tell you that it's not a hard rule that you should make that change. I, I would tell you that uh, if it's not an immediate change for you, Michaela, I would definitely think of, think a little bit on if that is the right decision for you. Because the sorcerer card is definitely telling you that the destructive energy that bring he brings with him um, can be tempered by a positive energy. Um, and if you aren't careful, you will bring more negative to your world. Um, karma is like that. If you bring positive, you get positive. If you bring negative, you get more negative. So uh, I would focus on the positive. Do you have any more questions, Michaela? You're welcome, friend. All right, punches. Miss Brooke. What card deck did you want, Miss Brooke? Shaman cards, or would you like the uh, Oracle cards, or the Dragon cards? The newest ones. All right, Shaman cards it is. Can you tell that I'm avoiding the Dragon cards? <laughs> I don't know. They're the ones that I wanted the most. And when I opened the box, like, I don't know. I got a, I got a weird vibe. I think I just need to play with them a little bit. Um, do some shuffling and some knocking, like um, Crystal said. Um, just because, I don't know. They, the artwork is beautiful, but they definitely, the, the messages that are on the cards um, are a little different than most of the cards I've dealt with so far. So I think I'd like to play with them a little bit before I start using them on a regular. Crystal asked for a reading on them, so we're, we're going to get one tonight either way. <laughs> Whether I like it or not. Welcome, Laura. You're supposed to be doing all these welcomes here, boy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Who did you welcome? Everybody. <laughs> all right, Brooke. Hello, and welcome to the paranormal chat. Let's see what we have for you. I'm not even going to give Brooke a chance to ask her questions. I'm just pulling cards. <coughs> Welcome, everybody. 
So the first card I pulled for you, Brooke, is the Seer. The Seer represents the capacity to reach beyond the obvious details of life into the hidden realms where information is available to those with discernment to perceive it. This symbol represents perception, intuition, and capacity to know something without prior exposure. The seer knows truth, always seeks truth above all else, and sees reality as it is truly is without judgment. The seer can read between the lines and understand what is not being said. He represents the power of clarity and being able to recognize patterns. The card is upright, so... The seeker, the seer invites you to trust your intuition and follow where it leads you forward. You may feel lost when it appears that your hunch is taking you in circles, even though it's a maze. But the hidden realms don't follow the rules of a two-dimensional map. Trust your gut. Allow your perception of your circumstances to widen and include nuances and subtle cues that you normally miss if you take things at face value. The seer has gifted you with his magic. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. Your vision is clear. The second card I pulled for you is the wind. And this one's actually a bigger card. This one's... um. The symbol of the wind represents the element of air. It rules communication, thought, song, and inspired ideas. It also signifies change with qualities of both positive and negative. The wind blows from each of the four directions and there are different qualities bestowed by each. Wind from the south carries a new sense of trust, helping you gently to begin discard habits and parts of you that are no longer needed. Wind from the west calling you into more introspection to a willingness to make final decision to let go of attachment and ego desires. <clears throat> wind from the north brings you wisdom and strength Wind from the east carrying a clarity, a vision, a purpose. Whatever way the wind is blowing for you, the message which the wind whispers or shouts is a challenge. It may take courage at first to turn and face the wind, but you will find exultation in moving towards it and receiving its lessons. Lessons. Lessons, even. Um, the card is upright, so the spirit of the wind comes calling its time for a sign of change. Perhaps you need to change your mind about something. Perhaps an old way of doing things has become automatic and you've gained a greater clarity. You can make a new choice. Regardless of what the change is, you can expect to be understood and to have clear communication with others at this time. Ideas are solid and the shift that is being called for is in the highest good of all. The final card I pulled for you is the sun. The sun is acknowledged by many cultures as the foremost masculine force. In other traditions, it is seen as a feminine in her full power. Either way, it is the most brilliant light for all beings and allows life to sprout from the dark feminine earth. It can be gentle and warming close to sunrise or sunset, fall or winter, or it can be destructive as in its zenith during a scorching summer. The card is upright, which is an invitation. Have you been hibernating? No. Have you been introspective? It's time to come out of your cave and savor the life-giving light of our star. The sun rekindles your passion and your creative energy. Life is calling you to shine your light and add your lightness and humor to the seriousness around you. Get out and play. <clears throat> We're doing um, punches reading right now. 
Um, you're good, Joshua. Uh, I think the sun is telling you that the three cards together, I think it's interesting, um, Brooke. The first card talks about using your intuition and um, seeking your own countenance, your own uh, counsel, you know, using that intuition that you um, have in your back pocket. Um, but the wind and the sun are forces of nature, and, and honestly, you shouldn't ignore them. Um, the wind is telling you that um, some change is good. Are you going to shake that mouse over there, boy? Sorry. Thanks, man. You're welcome. <laughs> the tater let the screen go dark on you guys. Sorry. Um, but I, I think the wind is challenging you to uh, take a deeper look at yourself and um, have some faith in yourself, be able to depend on yourself a little more, um, where the sun is telling you that it's time to um, get out, let get the sun on your face, get some exposure to the rest of the world, um, bring your light to the rest of us. So, uh, Welcome, Jill. any Sorry. questions on those, Miss Brooke? Awesome. All right. Sneaky, are you still here? Oh, action's back. Sneaky's here. All right, Sneaky, what cards would you like, friend? Bub snuck in here. What up, Bub? How's you, friend? Hopefully you're feeling better. I'm going to fire the tater here in a minute. No. I'm supposed to be watching for the people sneaking in. Welcome, Ian. I'm sorry. You're not trying. You're two more deep, Ashton. Am I doing Priya's reading first? Pariah? Pariya? Forgot her name already. It's terrible. Not right of me. All right, Miss Sneaky. Let's see what we have for you. So the first card I pulled for you is the Beloved. The Beloved is the recognition of spirit in another and moving towards spirit through another. Yes. I'll be back. Okay, well then put the mouse here for me, please. He's telling me 
You're stealing the tater? Yes. Okay. Yes, he needs to be for homework. Oh, homework. Okay. <coughs> tater will be back, guys. Yes, we'll be right back. The beloved is a recognition of spirit another, moving towards spirit through another. It is when the divine appears to us in the form of our child, our partner, our friend, and we experience being in love. As we go, we grow, we start to recognize the beloved in everyone, not confusing their personality with their divine nature. <laughs> Thanks, Brooke. My family's uh, a wild ride some days. Um, the card is reversed. Uh, uh, the message from the card says, be careful with romantic love, the kind of love that you fall in and out of. Own all the projections you've placed upon the person you're dreaming of. Remember that they are only mirroring back your own deep longings rather than revealing their true selves. If you fail to notice this, be prepared to walk through the fires of strong emotions once again. The second card I pulled for you, Sneaky, is the Gatherer. Before we cultivated greens, we collected the wild bounty of nature. The gatherer finds abundant seeds, nuts, berries, and wild greens where the ordinary person sees only barren soil. The gatherer is the provider, the forager, and the gardener who collects roots and vegetables for the long winter when game is scarce. She does not hoard, trusting the bounty around her. The card is upright, so her message for you is, look at the resources you already have close at hand. This is a time of abundance. Everything around you is ripe, ready for harvest. Banish the notions of scarcity that have limited your choices and colored your destiny. Pack your food for winter and start with the low-hanging fruit that's all around you. I think that makes reference to um, resources that you have readily available to you, Sneaky. I, it's not necessarily fill your freezer with food. I mean, if you've got to do that, go ahead. But I, I think this is talking about emotional... Um, things that are available to you that you could draw from. Uh, the last card I pulled for you is the child card. And I'm going to tell you guys, I'll have to take some pictures of these cards, but they are genuinely beautiful. Um, that's exactly what it is, Crystal. It's a spiritual root cellar. I mean, it's time to draw in, you know, you, you've provided a lot of energy to other people, and it's time to draw back some of those um, resources. The last card is the child card. The child knows the way to joy and happiness. The child offers the return of a second innocence, a time born of wisdom, not naivety. This card allows you to connect your course and offers you a second chance. It brings you the possibility of redemption and entering heaven while on earth. Oh, well... Make sure you come on back when your phone isn't dead, Brooke. The message this card delivers to you, Sneaky, is, Bye, Brooke. The child comes to show you that you can correct the course of your life without being punished. Set yourself free from your conditioning for suffering. You were born unfettered and happy and can do so again if you make the right choice now. The child will help you climb out of the hole you may have dug yourself into to recover your sense of play. I think the child card is um, all about making choices um, that are good for you, uh, that bring you happiness. Um, and I think the second chance goes back to the beloved card that's in the, the deck here for you. Again, it's 
it's warning you to be careful and cautious with your heart. Um, but at the same time, um, now would be the time to um, take some chances, um, find some of that um, comfortable risk that you can take a shot at. Does that make sense, Sneaky? Those cards make sense to you? I hope so. Welcome, Papa Bear. Do you have questions, Sneaky? The gatherer. Yeah, questions about that. That card is this question mark still in my head. I was kind of hoping that you would tell me who the gatherer is for you or what you're what you are gathering. Um, Joshua, I have angelic cards, shaman cards, and dragon cards. Um, so sneaky, does that make so the the concept of the gatherer itself? Yep. I will shuffle those up in just a second, Joshua. Um, <clears throat> I think, Sneaky, it's one of those situations of um, you've been divesting yourself of energy and love. Um, and you must know. A lot of people. Is here. Joshua decided to answer his own phone. <laughs> well, that's, well, right. Him and his sneaky ways. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I think that's what the gatherer is telling you. Uh, I think it definitely talks to the fact that you should be able to um, draw from other people at this time. You know, the, the recharging your batteries is a component of it, but I think it talks to that you are a natural hunter-gatherer and you should be able to draw from, you know, your local spiritual bank um, and be able to recharge those batteries for yourself. So, like, as an example, like, everybody has that place that they go when they need to recharge their batteries, um, it could be a park, a stream, a mountain. It could be church. It could be whatever place is your spiritual place where you go recharge that battery. Everybody has a place. Um, I don't ever make presumptions about where people go to recharge those batteries. <clears throat> but it could be that it's time for you to go and draw some of that spiritual energy to go to that place that you know that you need to go to once in a while to kind of recenter yourself and find that center place in your, in your, in your soul um, and basically recharge those batteries. Uh, I think the gatherer is telling you that it's time that, you know, it's time to go harvest some of that, um, that energy that you need to draw back to yourself. <laughs> Pop bear says his bed is his spiritual place. <laughs> Does that make sense, Sneaky? 
Is there a place like that you haven't been to in a while? Well, come on back, Spirit. I'm sure we're going to be here for at least another hour. Okay. Yeah, I think if you think about it, if you take a couple minutes and really think about it, I think that you'll think of that place that you go to when you need to find that quiet time and recharge those batteries. Oh, these cards. Well, baby girl. I hear you. I'm sure everybody else hears you too. Y'all hear my gato meowing underneath me? <laughs> and Bob is back. Oh, it's a girl, Michaela. I have two boys and a girl. Cats. I will tell him later for you, Michaela. Because he's not here tonight. He doesn't come when we do readings. I think his statement was, the last we talked about it was, I don't come when you're doing the voodoo doo-doo that you do. Are my kitties good kitties? Uh, you'd have to ask the PL. I would tell you they're... Yeah, I try not to make it voodoo that I do do, but. All right, Joshua, I don't know if I've ever done a reading for you before. So while I'm shuffling, the expectation is that you're going to think about a question. Think about the energy around your question. Think about me shuffling the cards and we will see what the cards have to say for you. This is the smallest deck of Oracle cards I think I've ever seen. It's only 22 cards. I thought so. All right, no time like the present. Here we go, Mr. Josh. Let's see what we have for you, friend. Also one of the smartest, smallest books of Oracle cards I've ever seen. The book is so small. It's so small.
So the first card I pulled for you is um, the Destroyer or the Tower. You can pick your poison. Um, in order to know something to get a deeper level, we must first let go of what we're ready to know. Beliefs can be self-limiting, and in order to break free of them, the walls of our reality need to come crashing down. This can be frightening as it demands that we let go of the past and step into the unknown. However, if we renew our faith, we have the opportunity to make a breakthrough, and in doing so, completely rewrite your destiny. The inevitability of change, so this card is a change card, um, can be sometimes make us feel as if we have no control of our own destiny. Unexpected events, catastrophes, instability, awe, and setbacks challenge your faith. We have relatively little control over external happenings, but we have virtually full control of ourself and our reaction to those changes. Before something new is created, something old needs to be destroyed. The next card I pulled for you is the Lunar Dragon. Its traditional name is the Moon. Uh, the Lunar Dragon controls the ebb and flow of energies from the tides of the sea to emotionals, emotion situations of humankind. It challenges us to see our inner darkness and fears, to face them honestly and learn from them. So often we limit ourselves by looking only at the side of things rather than seeing the whole picture. There can be no yin without yang, no day without night, and one always leads inevitably towards the other. Indeed, this is the power of the lunar dragon. Drawing this card challenges us to look deeply within ourselves and understand the true nature of our divinity. We hold within us the energies of good and bad, light and dark. If we try to ignore one, we fall prey to illusion, deception, dishonesty, and foolishness. However, if you can look at yourself honestly, you can, dis you can discern and have the ability to break all illusions. We're going to come back to the Lunar Dragon because I, I think there's a different message there for you. The last card I pulled for you is the Fertility card. Or the Empress. Uh, a beautiful Earth Mother springs forth from even the most barren of ground, and with time will turn it back to rich fertile land. She is filled with hope, love, and joy, and uses these energies to bring new opportunities through the union of opposite and sometimes contradictory forces. She brings abundance in all its forms, from simply having food on your table every day to possessing the resources to bring your dreams to reality. This card is reversed. Indecision comes when you dwell on contradiction. One part of you deeply wants to trust what you intuitively know, while another part of you fears the unknown. Feel the fear, but don't believe in it. Worry and anxiety are no more than projections of your past into your future. It is only through letting the past go and being fully present that we can create a new bountiful life. So I, I think the Lunar Dragon and the Fertility card... Uh, the fertility card is also the Empress card, and it's all about um, positive change in your world. Uh, the Lunar Dragon is is your caution. Um, the Destroyer definitely says that there is some radical change that is coming to your world. Um, keeping in mind, 
in order to get to change, you have to let go of things that you are comfortable with. There is no change. There is no growth without something being destroyed. It's like energy, right? You, you can't ever destroy energy. You can only change its shape, change its form. Um, the lunar dragon is talking to you about keeping in mind um, the duality of um, your world. Um, there, there can't be positive without negative. If you don't know what the positive is, if you don't know what the negative is, you, you can't really tell what positive is. And so the lunar dragon is telling you that you need to be mindful of both the positive in your world and the negative in your world so that you can make sure that you keep balance of the two. The fertility dragon talks about growth and it goes back to the destroyer. So you can clearly see that there is a change that is coming for you. It is a radical change. Um, and the next two cards talking about making sure that you're keeping balance in your world in order to make an effective growth. So uh, I, I think that would be the message that I would have for you tonight, Mr. Joshua. Does that make sense? Okay. Uh, I don't know that rough seas is the right message, Josh. Uh, I think it definitely talks to, there is some changes that are coming and I wouldn't be fearful of them. I would be mindful of them, knowing that those changes are coming. And, you know, with anything, if you know a change is coming or you're planning for a change, um, it lets you be prepared for that change so that you can anticipate and be prepared for it. Right. Sailors don't go aboard a ship without making sure that they have um, pretty much everything they need in order to be able to uh, be prepared to be at sea for a long period of time. Goes to your rough seas analogy. You have an update on your reading from last week, eh? What's your update, Miss Crystal? I don't see Ashton in here. Can you guys tell me, is she uh, in the chat and I just can't see her? Oh. You did find a male figure that was going to bring you finances, huh? You had to pass on it. Huh? I didn't say, I clearly told you you needed to be thoughtful about that because I'm pretty sure you had the, or was it uh, your significant other that had the, the deceit card and she needed to be mindful of it? She had the woman with the coin. for you and you had to opt out. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't see Ashton. Ash, Tony, where are you, friend? She must be coming back in a minute. 
So Crystal, is your spawning handy? Can we get her reading done for her? Sure, you can call in. He did leave me the mouse. Are you there? Yes, we're here. Yay, there you are. Can you hear us okay? I can hear you just fine. Okay. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I'm actually turning you up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yes, Joshua, and your sneaky, sneaky moves. <laughs> um, so, sneaky, it's a good question. When a card is reversed, does it mean that it is the opposite meaning of what the card usually means? Not necessarily. Um, a card reversed um, could mean the opposite of what the card initially says on its face, but it could be just a change. Um it doesn't always mean a reverse, um, but it is usually a, a flag. It's an indicator that you need to know that um, it's not flying in alignment with the rest of the cards if it's reversed. It's a good question, though. All right. So Sean is just now learning tarot and may have some questions. So that's why I wanted to call in. So if they wanted to ask anything, it was easier to do it this way. Yeah. Welcome, Mr. Benya. Welcome, Bobby back. Welcome, Jasmine. See you on Halloween. -y. Welcome, Mr. Jack Layton. All right, so these dragon cards are interesting. All right. What is the spawn's name? Let's, let's start with that. Uh, hi, hello. Um, I'm actually the spawn. You can call me Xander. <laughs> you said Xander? Yes. All right. Welcome, Xander. Well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, spawn's so the one I told you about had the, the shadow figure that has been meditating with them lately. I'm interested to hear about the ghost, the, the shadow figure, because there's actually a shadow figure that stays with my niece as well in the house they live in, but it is definitely not a person. It's an my, earthbound spirit that has decided my, to attach itself to my niece, and it's actually a good thing for her. It actually watches over her and makes sure that she's safe, so it is why he has not been evicted. So, so you say you have a shadow figure in your room. Uh, I, uh, yes and no. It, it's a little hard to explain. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. Uh, my mom is currently writing on a note to me. Uh, <laughs> no, you're uh, good. The other night, uh, I decided to try some meditating for the first time, and so I just kind of sat quietly and um, imagined the white light over me and. Good. I was sitting there for a while, and I could only see my my own figure sitting there. Uh -huh. and after a while, it seemed like a body came up and just kind of sat down next to me. 
and we didn't say anything. We didn't like I couldn't see really any features of any kind. They just came and sat next to me for a while, and that was kind of that. And then uh, I did a little bit more meditating, and I haven't I haven't really seen any like super definitive features. But whoever it is, I I had the strong urge to call them L. And uh, I have a smile, and I have seen um, I have seen their brown hair, but that is about it. <laughs> it's interesting. <clears throat> um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to the statement you were just about to make. I'm gonna come back to that in just a second. So. Did you ask for the dragon cards, or did your mom ask for the dragon cards for you? Uh, funny enough, my mom did, uh, and because I didn't realize at the time that I had a choice, and she was like, you should do the dragon cards, and I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so you have a choice. There are three decks. I have one that is an angelic deck. I have a new deck of shaman cards, and I have these dragon cards. My dragon cards, I'm going to tell you, are probably closer related to tarot cards mm -hmm. the other two are definitely oracle cards so we can do whichever one you like um well i was also telling her that the dragon cards and the the shaman cards sound interesting to me um, okay. it's, it's kind of hard to choose between the two but i kind of want to pick the shaman cards i kind of thought so i had a feeling you were going to say that <laughs> I may have had a little intuition there. Oh, well, your intuition. Um, <laughs> and, the, and the reason I say, uh, I was thinking that you, uh, before I started really laying out the dragon cards to you, I was like, uh, I feel like some of the cards in this deck probably are, they lend themselves to, um, if the spirit that's in your room is a male figure, um, I, I tend to wonder if that potentially isn't your spirit guide, um, especially if you found them when you were meditating. Um, but we'll talk about that in a second. I just want to shuffle these a couple times. Okay, well, I was I was going to say that when I was meditating, I was uh, hoping to get some insight on my spirit guide, but I didn't expect them to, like, outright show themselves. It was more of, like, a, an initial meeting, like, I just kind of want to sit with you for a while. So I didn't expect, like, to know exactly what they looked like when they first sat down next to me. It was more of a, we just enjoyed a moment together, and then that was... So when was this meeting? How long ago was it? Like two, three days ago. Have you dreamt about a figure in your dream since then? Um. Well, I've had I've had a couple different dreams, um, but none of them seem to be pertaining about the, the side itself. I have some insight on who I think it might be, but uh, I. I will tell you, I don't think you've gone to the right place in your dream to bump into the person you're looking for. 
That that would not surprise me. Like I said, I know I know what the dream was. I don't I don't think that has anything to do with the spirit guide. So I'm still I'm still for answers, but I'm not in rush to find out. No, I'm, I mean I I think I think in my in my mind I, I feel like the person that was sitting with you is your spirit guide. It's somebody that's there to help you through some of these spiritual connections. Um, but I think they were sizing you up. I, I think they were doing, you know, uh, that once over that everybody does when they first meet the person that they are destined to be with for a long time. You're only 18, so it's probably those moments of you probably have never bumped into somebody that gave you the once over. <laughs> Mom definitely has. I definitely have. You bump into that person and they do that head to toes look and they're like, yeah, I think I picked the right one. I need to look again. What's that? I said I need to look again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we all have that moment where you, you meet somebody for that first time and you do that quick, I'm going to size you up to see, see, see what you're packing there. Like, I got I to gotta make sure I know what I'm dealing with, head to toe. And then what they're going to do is they're going to they're gonna wait for the right time. So I'm assuming the dreams that you've had recently have been very peaceful dreams and you got to enjoy the dream. And I think the next time you have a dream in which you are challenged, or you're put in a situation in your dream where you have to flex some of that energy that you are working on when you're doing meditation, some of that grounding energy that you know you bring to the table, um, they're going to be watching and they may reveal themselves at that time. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> so the, so the first card I pull for you is the spiral. Um, holy cow, my book's upside down. So the spiral is, the essence of the card is from galaxies in the sky to diminutive shells on the beach. The spiral is found extensively in the natural world. Its shape is the form of a coiled serpent that has been used since ancient times as a tool for growth and transformation. The spiral is a guide entering deep into one's consciousness and the unknown and then extending far out into the heavens. It is crucial to surrender this journey until the exhausted paradigm dissolves into the depths of the psyche and its energy is released, giving birth to a new reality. The card is upright. Uh, to renew yourself, you must shed your old skin. You have already done this, so don't start scraping away at the old, but welcome the soft new skin that's starting to grow. Break the habit on working all of your faults all the time and let nature take its course. Know that the new skin feels vulnerable and scary at times. Trust the connection to the spiral as it guides your journey of renewal. Um, the next card is the gatherer, which we've already talked about once. But for you, the card is actually reversed. Um, again, before we cultivated greens, we collected wild bounty of nature. The gatherer finds 
seeds, nuts, berries, wild greens, where the ordinary person sees barren soil. The gatherer is the provider, the forager, and the gardener collects roots and vegetables for the long winter when game is scarce. She does not hoard, trusting the bounty around her. This card is in reverse for you, so it talks about not wandering too far afield in search for what spirit has already provided. Practice paying it forward. Be thankful in advance for receiving. If you are in a scarcity mindset, open your heart to look beyond current conditions, and you will find the bounty being offered to you. Practice sharing, not hoarding. The last card I pulled for you is the Upper World. These cards are so cool. I dig them so much. The Upper World talks about uh, how do we end up with the angels back again? Uh, the card talks about angels, divine helpers, and the ancient ones. All varieties of luminous beings populated in the upper world. It is a place you will go to retrieve your destiny and find out who you'll become. Discover your great potential and undreamt of possibilities. It's also a place where the spirits of the dead arrive when they complete their journey to the light. The card is in reverse uh, and tells you to ask your divine helpers for guidance. If the oracle has already spoken to you, do not ask for more guidance. Take what's been offered. Now you must deal with the lethargy and idleness. While support for a new destiny is not yet in place, a new destination is available if you act now. Um, I think that these cards actually talk about the person that's visiting you. It talks about change and growth, and then it talks about um, being in a place of um, needing to start to forage and find your own destiny. And then the last card talks about um, making that spiritual connection. And I think your spirit guide, which I'm firmly of the belief that is who you saw while you were meditating, um, is waiting to help you provide that guidance. So, I don't Sorry, know. If I to think of to say there, and nothing came to mind. <laughs> Um, I I want to continue meditating and seeing if they visit more often or if more people visit because I, I have read that sometimes more than one spirit guide can come to you. Um, and I meant to do that last night and got so tired I fell asleep. So, <laughs> so we, if, I have to try if you again. were meditating and got really tired and went to sleep, that means no. <laughs> somebody was tapping into the energy that you were providing. Can you repeat that one more time? <laughs> I said, if you were meditating and got tired and fell asleep, that means that somebody decided to tap into the energy that you graciously provided to them hmm. and knocked you out. So I think it's interesting. Um, you said brown hair? Yes. But still no features. The rest of it was all shadow. And you yeah. get an L for a name. Yeah. I have some insight as to who it could be, but I don't want it to change the image of, like, what? Of who? 
what yeah what what they see when they're you know hi puppy dog are you coming out to check on me <laughs> i see you good boy no you can't come up here with me right now you're good so my pups decided to come on out here and check on me go go back to mom luckily i think ours are sleeping <laughs> no Go, go, you miserable hound. You decided to come give me a drive-by, butthead. Um, I don't know if the brown hair is, um, is exactly the right figure. I mean, they could have presented themselves. Maybe it's somebody when they were younger, they had a different color hair. And they decided to, pre was the figure smaller or bigger? Was it adult size? Was it smaller? Um. So when they originally sat next to me, it, it seemed like maybe an adult male. And they just kind of sat next to me. Um, but when I saw the hair, the, that was like a different time that I was meditating and that was more of a, I could only see a smile and I could see like the ends of their hair, but I couldn't really tell anything other than that. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Did you smell any smells? No. This is where I'm, I start asking interesting questions. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that was an interesting smell. Because usually when you're meditating, you're focusing on yourself. You're focusing around the world around you. Um, usually. Um, but if you're hoping somebody's going to come knocking on your door, <laughs> that. It might change your perspective a little. Um, I definitely get a male energy. Um, but I definitely feel like it's somebody that had different color hair. And they might have had brown hair at some point in their life. But I, I don't know that in my brain that I'm married to the brown color that you mentioned. I feel like that is, it is potentially somebody that as they age, they went from one hair color to another. Like my right. boys are blonde, blonde, blonde. But as I got older, I got more brown and now it is speckled in gray, which makes me oh so happy. <laughs> I tell my children all the time that every gray hair is just a success for them. Um, so I, I just get a, a vibe of, uh, that there's a familial tie to this person potentially. Um, and that I don't know that brown hair is, it, it could be how they perceive themselves. Like they always have seen themselves in their mind's eye as somebody who has brown hair. Uh, I don't know that. 
in the rest of their life that you would have recognized them with the same color hair. I feel like it is somebody that, um, <laughs> Papa Bear, I'm going to be Santa Bear if he doesn't color his hair soon. Um, I was working in a vet the other day and somebody mentioned my beard. Uh, they said, oh, look, it's white beard. I was like, oh, that's not funny. Um, so, Xander, I, I think I have more questions about um, this person, but I don't think you have the answers um, yet. And I, I don't think that um, even if we were to present you with a picture and let's say mom knows exactly who it is, I don't know that you would recognize that person yet. And I don't think you're meant to. I, I think finding the spirit guide for you is a journey. And I think that I don't know that I would rush it. Um, uh, I, I definitely have to tell you that finding that energy, finding the form of the, of the guide that you need to have that is meant to be your spirit guide, uh, I think is a journey that, that you should take and not try to shortcut. Okay. Um, well, that's why I said when uh, when I originally saw him and we sat together, that's why I didn't push to ask any questions or yep. move towards them. I just sat there with them as like, a, I, I want to get more comfortable with them. And so I was hoping eventually once, like, once I continue meditating and, you know, just letting them decide when is the best time to show themselves? I didn't want to push that at all. Yep. I, I think that's a good call. I, I think, like I said, the first time they sat down with you, I think they were sizing you up and I think they're, they're going to intervene when they feel that they need to, they'll reveal themselves to you. Um, uh, I, I get it. I get a strong feeling like, I agree with you that it is a male person. Um, definitively, it is a male. At least they have male energy. Um, but I don't know that the brown hair is, like I said, I don't think it's... Uh, I don't think it is the final form that they will present to you. So if the next time you see them, I wouldn't be surprised if the hair color was different or the hair was in a different shape. Like I, I feel like they're going to give you pieces parts until they feel that you're ready. And then they'll give you more of the image so that until you're comfortable. Um, that's at least the, that's the, the pieces, parts that they're willing to share with me. Okay. Um, this hey, hey, PL. Yeah. Can Can you go intervene? Yeah. There's much smashing upstairs. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Mm. Okay. 
Well, we don't want to take up too much of your time, but we do appreciate you letting us call in. Yes, thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. You're welcome to call in. I would love to get updates. So, oh, well, I will give you updates as soon as I get them. <laughs> when you have the next session and they decide to give you another piece of the puzzle, I would love to hear about that as well. Okay. What up, homie? All right. <laughs> that was Amanda popping in, by There's the way. There's so many different voices on this one line. It's so amazing. <laughs> it's like a cornucopia of bodies. Hey, you have brought the family together because we're all in the kitchen at the we're dining all, room table. I'm going I'm going <laughs> Hi, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> so... Amanda and Crystal have confirmed the doll has not moved. Oh. It has not moved on its own. Thank no. God. <laughs> but we've had a lot more orb activity in the house. Woohoo! No, <laughs> Well, I mean, why else would you invite a haunted doll into your home if you were not looking for more spiritual activity? I did not invite shit. <laughs> Spawn is the one that helped me pick her out. I lost the battle. <laughs> yeah, I think she's been an okay uh, thing to have in the house. Yeah, she hasn't been bad. Aside from the cat trying to steal her blanket. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to jump off and if, so you can get on to other readings now. Well, uh, you're at the bottom of my list, so unless somebody else says that they want to come and play. Oh. <laughs> I was not well, aware that we were. Yeah, Ashton came and went, so. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. What are you talking about, Bub? You never told me you were interested. <laughs> Bub. What's wrong with the breaker? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, here, spawn, take over. Oh, okay, I guess I'm taking over. Oh, Hi, hello. Because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been talking to you for at least 10 minutes. No, 20, 25. Sorry, I forgot there was a timer. <laughs> You're fine. I, uh, take over breakers are being flipped. It, I mean, that's exactly what's going on right now. It's the coffee machine. I mean, you have to. You have to think. <laughs> uh, let's see, what part of the kitchen are you in? It's just turned off. Why are you yelling? What's going on? It escalated Y'all are not that far apart. Do the breakers normally turn themselves off? Uh. <laughs> Xander. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with no. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what just happened. No. It's not turned on. It's not. Okay, so then. It's, what are you clicking over no. there? Hey. Did the coffee pot go out? Are you. <laughs> what I, up, Justin? We're not sure Is what's there a going on. Button? Papa Bear said, You talked about the doll. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about the grandma doll. Maybe she decided to make herself known. Well, that's. Yeah, well, we need our coffee. <laughs> <laughs> move it to a new plug. Yeah, move it to a new plug, Steve. I will go to Walmart tonight. Yes. I know. Uh -oh. What? <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> I like Walmart, but I will go to Walmart. Well, sometimes Emergency we just... Emergency run to Walmart for coffee maker. 
<laughs> well. well. I don't even like coffee, but I. The whole time we've been married. Yeah, no. The wife that lives at this house has to have her coffee in the morning. If she told me her coffee maker died tonight, I would be going to get a coffee maker from Walmart right now, too. Right there. I think it's interesting that the coffee maker decided to pop itself at the same time we talk about the doll. And orbs. Uh, oh, I think we're back now. <laughs> <laughs> Although goof with the internet. <laughs> that's what Good happens. Night, we fucked with the weepy. Well, that's what happens. <laughs> well, we're connected now, but we weren't a minute ago. No, there's an X there. Oh, I guess we're not connected. Never mind, I lied. <laughs> oh, no. Well, if they can still hear you, then we're connected. Oh, there we go. We're connected to something. How many burritos did A singular burrito earlier. Well, we hear you. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> we'll just have to move the coffee pot temporarily until I can figure out what happened. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. Sounds like you broke an outlet. That's not a good sign. No, it's not. <laughs> it would be the second one since we've lived here. Uh-oh. Hang on, Justin. We'll get you, Bubba. Should I tell him about my me shuffling my cards? I don't know. Does he have another reading to do? Um, I don't know. Justin, are you looking for a reading there, my friend? I think he is. <laughs> All right. So We're going to jump off of here, then. We're going to let you drop off, and we're going to have Justin call in, and we're going to get his reading done for him as well. Beautiful. Thanks for playing. Uh, thanks for playing. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Bye. Next time. <laughs> All right, Justin, if you want to call in, you can call in. If you just want me to do the reading. Oh, Justin's like, yeah, I'm calling in. I'm calling Hello. in. Aloha. Aloha, brother. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm muy bueno. How about you? <laughs> oh, I'm doing cherry, bro. Doing good. So I have new cards tonight, Justin. Oh, really? Oh, that scares me a little bit. <laughs> I have shaman cards, I have dragon cards, and I have my regular cards that I've used for a while. What's so, the difference? Uh, shaman cards are closely, uh, more closely related to earth energy. Um, they have more ties to shaman energy, like um, spirits of the wind, earth, fire, water, um, oh, like the elements. Like the elements. Um, the dragon cards are closer related to tarot cards, um, but it's a much smaller deck. And then my regular cards are just oracle cards, and they are angelic. So we can do whatever you like. Uh, I don't think I'm ready for the dragon cards yet. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't ready either, but we did one already, and it was it was a ride. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I don't know. I'll do. I'll, I'll go with the other one though, the shaman ones. Why not? I it's not gonna like summon some crazy shit that's gonna come and get me, yeah. Not that I'm <laughs> aware of. They haven't yet. All right, shoots. If, shoots, if yeah, they were we'll it would have been when I invoked them outside, and that would have been a wild ride. <laughs> you know, you got you have to get these cards. You have to cleanse them, and you have to, you know, basically ask them to work with you. Um, 
So we've had a couple of interesting readings already tonight. So So I saw you had a board cast earlier, Mr. Justin. Oh, Rainbow Witch already knows. Why, Rainbow Witch, you know my accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, given that I said aloha to you, I might have given oh, you Oh, yeah, that. true. Dead giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> you and Sadie Mae, when you guys jump in a room, I usually say aloha first. Yeah, true. <laughs> Oh, good, James Hunter. Glad to hear it, bro. And good to hear you're doing good, too, Jack. Always glad to hear from you, bro. So, yeah, let's get these reading going. Oh, yeah. you leave Hon Oh, fuck Honolulu. <laughs> Honolulu. Yeah, that place, that place is about as Hawaii as Los Angeles is, as Los Angeles is you know, Hispanic. Get out of here. <laughs> hey, hey, Jack. Um... This is a G-rated cast, so behave yourself. All right. That's all I'm going to say on that topic. So the first card I pulled for you, Justin, is the Mystical Shaman. Shoots. Uh, the essence of the card is... Uh, this is a symbol of the myth maker and storyteller who is neither made nor defined by the story. Instead, he observes it, evolves through it, perceives all aspects of it. And in doing so, the shaman represents the ability to dream a new story, a new myth into being. He dances between worlds, wearing the cloak of the world loosely around his shoulders and sings the world into being. He reminds us to be in the world and travel through it, but not be defined by it or come, become too attached to an experience. This is the symbol for alchemy, for all elements of life have a spiritual aspect and a material one. When we remember this, all manner of miracles and manifestations are possible. The card is reversed for you, so the message is, be careful what you pray for. The shaman cautions you against relentless attachment to a certain form that you think will make you happy, prosperous, famous, loved, etc. However, in seeing your dream into coming into being, had you considered what you're willing to sacrifice for it? Perhaps you've been telling yourself a certain story for so long, the story that only when you reach a particular goal will you be happy that you will arrive. You didn't even notice you're no longer the person who wanted those outcomes. You may have moved beyond those stories. Perhaps it's time to admit to yourself that you need to imagine a new story that is more in alignment with who you've become. This is just one moment and millions of moments in the continuum of life. Let it go. Let it be just a story and move on. Better stories are waiting to be told. The second card I pulled for you is the Sweat Lodge. Oi, oi, oi. I almost dropped a daggone book. <laughs> The sweat lodge represents the womb of Mother Earth. Volcanic stones are heated in a fire outside, then brought into the lodge and placed around a shallow hole in the center. Participants sit in complete darkness around the stones to sweat away old habits and beliefs and heal disease. When you return humbly to the womb of the Earth Mother, you're offered second chances. The message from the card is that life is an offering 
or life is offering you a second chance. Take it, since this chance may not come your way again for a while. Mother Earth is calling you into her womb and inviting you to incubate as long as needed for a spiritual rebirth. Give yourself time to be with your darkness, your fears, your pain, your seeds of beautiful potential until you come out the other side free, wise, and full of creativity. The last card I pulled for you is the serpent. And by the way, the serpent isn't a bad thing. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I was about to be like, uh-oh. Wait, I got a snake? Hold on a minute. Yeah, I was about, <laughs> I was about to be like, oh no. <laughs> the serpent is the life force of Mother Earth. The coiled serpent of the Kundalini brings passion, healing, and renewal. She offers us the fruit of the tree of knowledge in the Garden of Eden and reminds us to shed the past the way she sheds her tired skin. The serpent comes to you offering forbidden fruit that will set your passion and creativity free. The message from the card is when you shed the past gracefully, life will not strip it away with great drama. Indeed, that is something you want to avoid. Do not use your energy to seduce others or allow yourself to be seduced even by your own ideas. Hmm. All right. Hang on, Justin. Yeah, no problem. This is where I remind you guys. Jack Bird is a troll, so as long as you ignore Jack Bird, Jack Bird will go away all on his own. He will get bored, and we will give him no time of day. So we all welcome Jack Bird to the to the chat, and then we promptly ignore him at all costs. The end. Okay, so... I think for you, Justin, these cards talk about um, remembering um, where your initial goal for where you wanted to be was um, and make sure that you're doing some evaluation of that. I'm sure when you came home from the military, you said, in this time, I want to be X, Y, Z. And you either hit that goal or you haven't hit that goal yet, but the journey getting from where you were to where you are is what the cards are telling you to take a look at the journey from a to B, you know, when you're, when you're off in the, when you're active duty, right. You know, this changes you, but it changes you in the way that it has to change you in order to be successful. I'm, I got my mission. I'm going to go complete my mission. I'm going to come back with new scars, new bumps, new bruises. Shit's going to get real. And then that changes you. So the mission you start out with isn't the mission you have at the end. So the cards are clearly telling you that to take a look at, at where your end goal is, where you want to be, and to make sure that you're adapting to where you want to be instead of setting a goal blindly and saying, I'm going to be at this place at this time, irrelevant of what I have to do to get there. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Sure it does. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in, man. I yeah, no problem. So what's the temperature out in Hawaii today, friend? It's cloudy and it is 75 degrees. Cloudy and 75. You don't want to know what the temperature in New York is today. It's probably freezing. <laughs> <laughs> it is not 75 and sunny. That's for sure. <laughs> It was sunny at points today, but it was mostly rainy, and I think we peaked out at, like, 58 degrees. Oh, boy. (laughs) 
Yeah, that does not sound appealing at all. <laughs> uh, see, I like the weather. I mean, I actually really – we moved back to New York because of the seasons. I mean, we yeah. lived in Memphis for three years, and we never had anything more than fall. Like, you got oh, spring, gosh. summer, and fall, and that would be what it would be, like, year-round. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, we were there three years, and it snowed once, and it was, like, a dusting, and they shut the entire world down. They're like, oh, my <laughs> God, we're all going to die. Meanwhile, my significant other is from Milwaukee, and I'm from here, and we're like, I can still play golf. <laughs> So. Yeah, that sounds that sounds fun. I miss snow. I believe you know when you're a kid, you need to grow up with seasons. You know, you need to know the winter, yeah. you need to know the fall, you need to know the summer, you need to know the, the spring. You know, because <clears throat> like that's how my family raised me. You know, my my dad he raised me to survive throughout all four seasons. You know how to like find water and food during the winter. You know how to you know work and grow grow your own food during the spring and summertime, you know, that whole thing. Self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. My little stones that I have here that I keep with my cards, they're uh, a little cold. A little cold tonight. <laughs> they shouldn't be that cold, but they're cold. Uh, Selena Davis says it's a hundred degrees in Fort Myers, Florida. Oh God! I'll pass on that a hundred times out of a hundred. Yeah. Lucky, lucky, lucky. Hundred degrees is. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh, where are you homesteading? Where are you homesteading, uh, Rainbow? She's in Tennessee, I believe. Oh, Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. Wrong. Garden hasn't done well, but we do have some amazing chickens. Okay, yeah, chickens is a good thing to start out with. Um, so for the garden, see, the th- like I experienced the same problems out here is that on uh, Hawaii, the temperature, like, it stays sunny all year round, but where I live, it doesn't get a lot of sun, and it's the soil is very, very rocky. So you got to add a lot of extra food to it. So what I do is uh, – like what we, what I do to, to make my vegetables grow really good and to make my herbs grow really good is um, we get a lot of fish out here. So we eat a lot of fish. Oh, yeah. What I do is I take the fish scales and I sprinkle them on the soil and then I mix it into the soil. And that helps feed – and that nutrients from the fish scales help feed the plant to keep it more alive and to keep it growing during the times when it's like super cloudy. And, you know. Wait. So, Crystal, can you tell us where the hell you're getting elephant poo from? What the hell? <laughs> I just want to know where you're getting elephant poop from. Are you? Is there a zoo nearby you that you're going to go yeah. and get some elephant poop? Because yeah. oh. dang. Diggity dig dumb dang. So he's just going to load up a bunch of elephant shit in the back of his truck and he's going to transport them over. <laughs> uh, just have the elephant walk up and fill the back of the truck for you. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, poop de doo Oh God! Imagine the smell. Poop de doo I can't even imagine the smell. The I smell must be smell. awful. I bet it doesn't smell at all. But an impractical joke is wrong when they had him go. But like, it. if you walk past a cow farm, oh, mm-hmm. 
like different smell. It it's not a strong poop smell. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. You put the poo in cheesecloth and soak it in water. Oh. oh hold 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 the phone. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, you're getting... oh, you're making manure. That's oh. No, she's creating she's creating nutrient water. They do no. the same thing here. They, they, they actually have manure spreaders here in upstate New York, and they they fill thousand gallon tanks of yeah. basically poop water. Just poop. Yeah, they do it, the same thing here. Watered down poop, and it sprays out, and it covers the fields, and it replenishes the nutrients in the fields. Yeah, nutrient so, water. They do the yeah. same thing out here in Maui. When they were uh, growing sugar cane out here, uh, like uh, I think like two or three years ago, they uh, they put in their water tanks and their water mixture, they would take like chicken dung and pig dung and cow dung, and then they would mix it all together and then put it, water it down into the into the water mixture, and they would spray the sugar cane with that, and it helps it grow faster because of the nutrients in the manure. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's nature, man. They, they would tell you that any field that has poop in it, the, the veggies and, and plants grow more readily. Yep. And you also get mushrooms. Because <laughs> why? The animal eats the, it's a circle of life, right? Animal eats the plant, animal poops, the plant goes someplace else and grows new, and then you get new plants. Yep. That's how um, birds hey, Kira, welcome. Across the entire world. Are we going to end? What up, Kira? Oh, yeah. You want to do it? <laughs> the tater's keeping me on time tonight. Yeah. He's like, yo, we're at one hour and 57 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to watch it. I'm pretty sure that acidic content in it. Yeah. Right. It's like using cow poop. Yeah. They gotta mix it with. They gotta cut it with water and other things. You gotta water it down. You, when they spread that here, oh, it's horrible. <laughs> you know they spread it. Yo, you know it will wreck your day. You go driving along that field with your window open mm. in the summer. Oh, yeah, that stuff's baking into the ground. All right, man. We got to wrap up for the night. Thanks for calling in, Justin. We will catch you another night, my friend. Yep. No problem. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, bud. Peace out. Peace. All right, guys. We're wrapping up for the night. We got about a minute and a half. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed your readings tonight. Make sure you tune in on Halloween Eve if you're interested in hanging out and getting some readings. Um, Myself and Spiritually Tarot will be tag teaming. Um, some reads uh, we'll have her dialed into the show and we'll be alternating reads so we can get them done fast on faster keeping in mind that is also probably the night where we'll make connections to spirits more easily so if you're looking for a message from somebody specifically make sure you bring your energy with you and we'll do our best Uh, we will see you on Halloween yeah Make sure you guys keep it weird, y'all. Keep it weird. Thanks for playing, and we'll talk to you guys on the next one. Bye-bye.